0: At Farmers Insurance, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Whether it's a rear end by a clown car, <laughs> or a grizzly taking a quick dip in a pool. We know home and auto insurance, and we know you could save an average of 20% when you bundle the two. Visit farmers.com or call 1 800 Farmers to get a quote today. We are Farmers. Reported
1: 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates, products not available in every state. Welcome back to Glee on the Rocks. I am Matt.
0: I'm Emily. And I'm Mandy. It's been a while. And
1: uh, it's been a while.
0: <laughs> how, Hello, uh, everybody, how's it going?
1: Is everybody still alive? Barely. Uh, are Are we? Sort of. In. Uh, isn't it fun how we all went 2018 is bonkers? There's no way this, this year can be topped. And then, you know, we have. It's January, and I feel like we've done a lot so far. To, we're really uh, starting out
0: at the bottom here.
1: And only going to
2: go further down. Okay. And I have I have no faith that that's like a good thing. I know. I, I feel like we're gonna discover just a new bottom. Yeah. New bit.
1: Started at the bottom and are made our way down. <laughs> so there's that. Uh hope you guys are all doing well. If you uh are if you are an employee of the federal government, uh Kudos and uh, my condolences to you guys. Not yeah. much that we can do from here, but hopefully, hopefully we can give you some levity. It's not money or food. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wish we could do more. Um,
0: but I hey, can, uh, I can bake cookies for federal employees. <laughs> take them to the TSA checkpoints and be like, "Here, I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. I'm if so sorry." There are any TSA agents still showing up? Yeah, right. <laughs> and if you're not, I understand.
0: Yeah, no, don't show up to work. That sucks. <laughs> take
1: take as many take as many vaca- not vacation uh six days, I mean, six days is what people are taking right now. I understand. Uh, the rest of the country, we're just not going to go anywhere because I I'm not going to travel when most of our TSA agents are sick and out for reasons because it's just isn't a bad idea. Anyway. Our government's crumbling and life's on fire. So hey, time to time to talk about Glee. Yes,
0: that's why we're here. <laughs>
1: that, was, that was that was my segue. Uh, so we are just to remind everybody, because I'm sure everybody has forgot, uh, we are in season two and we are on episode four, duet.
0: We're getting so close to to something.
1: Um, this premiered on october twelfth uh twenty ten and was watched by eleven million eleven almost eleven and a half million people when it aired. Uh, just a quick summary of the episode here when Puck is sent to juvenile detention, Sam is introduced to the new directions as a pseudo replacement as well as a new member being introduced will also introduces a duet assignment to the Glee club offering a meal at breadsticks for the winning team. Kurt has his eye on Sam as his duet partner, but Finn tries to prevent them from being partners, thinking back to Kurt's crush on him the year before. Finn and Rachel plan to throw the competition so that Sam can have a shot at winning. Mike has difficulty singing as Tina assists him to create an entertaining duet, while Quinn and Sam begin a romance. This episode was directed by Eric Stoltz and was written by Ian Brennan. So.
0: Cool. I would think it's weird when Eric Stoltz directs uh, episodes because I think of him from that movie where he was super ugly. Uh, <laughs> mask, mask. It was called Mask. Not that Eric Stoltz is ugly. He just played, yeah. I just like how I remember was... him from the movie where he was ugly. That movie where he was ugly, and also Anaconda.
1: It was <laughs> <laughs> kind of an interesting, uh, interesting rap sheet he's got there. His IMDb.
0: I mean honestly he's been in some really good movies but those are the ones that count.
1: Those are the only ones. That... Yeah. But as far as as, far as this episode goes, um I can I can I be quite honest.
0: Are we ever not honest?
1: Uh, that's fair. Let me let me continue my honesty here. I hate this episode. <laughs>
0: did you did you remember hating it or did you rewatch it and go, "Oh shit, yeah, I hate this episode." Or was it like did you dread watching this? Because there are a couple episodes coming where I'm like, well, actually the next one, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, like, I don't even want to watch it again. It's so useless. I I knew I hated this one. Okay. Um, this is one that I
1: I I don't, okay, I don't necessarily remember going, oh, I hate duets as mm-hmm. so much as when it started and when I realized what it was about. I'm like, I hate this. I know I hate uh-huh. this. Because I couldn't remember names uh, necessarily <laughs> with every episode, Mm-hmm. Certain, certain episodes I remember names of. Um, others not so much. Uh and that then this is one of those where it's like, Cool, I hate this storyline. I just did not know it was called this. So mm-hmm. yeah, as soon as we, as soon as I started watching it, I was just like, <laughs> I made this. Um and there are for, for many, many reasons. And I, I apologize this episode is gonna be uh Mav rants about a lot of things. Um but that's just but yeah, never happened it. before. We're gonna yeah. lean into our branding 2019, <laughs> and uh, we're just lean we're just gonna start anger.
2: off strong. So we're gonna lean into the anger at this point. Um, I mean, I'm I start off. I didn't I didn't like the episode. Well, I didn't like the storylines, but I do appreciate that there is enough to talk about in this episode. Like things actually well, happened, which yeah. sure that. some of the late season one episodes couldn't really say the same thing about. So right. while I didn't like it, I at least, like, enjoyed watching it and formulating the rants in my head. Isn't
1: yeah. It, isn't it such a low bar to be like, hey, I appreciate that it was plot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I mean, I would rather passionately dislike something than just be bored by it.
0: Okay. Right. And you spend the 42 minutes watching it to go, I didn't need any of that.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: And then get on the podcast and go, so let's talk
1: about some completely arbitrary thing and go down like uh like go down a hole because i got yeah. nothing else
0: yeah that's fair yes we're gonna have to talk um, about something else today but this time we can actually talk about the episode or, itself how about that
1: there are times when we're not actually able to talk about the episode so you're right uh, i will start actually on on the thing that i hate the least which actually is 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 true which I, is not normal for me trust me i still hate him Please don't everybody think that this is me go- going soft. I still hate him passionately. He's just not the part I hate the most. Um, I just find the idea that he's bribing teenagers to sing duets together with also, like a date.
0: I love that I just, you haven't even creepy. named him. <laughs> you actually <laughs> haven't even named that it's Mr. Shu that you're talking about. It's <laughs> just, <laughs> it's like him with a capital H and then just like a hissing sound <laughs> in the background.
2: I mean, we knew exactly who she was talking about. I,
0: know. <laughs> I feel like we need to invest in
1: buying like really cheap sound effects that just <laughs> like play anytime. time says his name, and it's like somewhere like a horse whinny. Yeah, <laughs> very very young Frankenstein. <laughs> very young
0: Frankenstein.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so no, just I find I find the idea of, of bribing kids with what is essentially a date very creepy and weird. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I just assume everything he does is creepy and
0: weird. It is. But like I, I just know. think it's I think it's weird that he thinks that he'd have to bribe people who like to sing to sing.
2: Right? Like they're, yeah. they're, he, he is the teacher. He could just say you should sing. <laughs> like This is today's assignment. He could show. just say the assignment
1: this week is this. So that's what you're doing. Yeah. You ever notice that he never, uh, he, he never pairs people up. He's never like, "Hey, let's put different pairings of people together so that we can have showcase different voices and try different things." Let's have you guys, Rachel, Finn. You always sing together. Let's have different people sing together. Rachel, sing with Mike.
0: He actually tried that, that would be that Rachel would kill him
1: no, actually Rachel and Mike shouldn't sing together because then she would just all, she would just sing and then mm-hmm. Mike would dance and he'd be happy with that. And so would she, Rachel, sing with Tina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, he, he doesn't do that. And I and I, I realize this at this point is like a small thing to complain about with his teaching, but like you're a terrible teacher. You are not in any way actually helping these kids at all. Like, you're, nor are you actually being a teacher you're sort of like an ineffectual and creepy shepherd of small children. And by small children, I mean teenagers. I
2: mean, like, I I would like to be in his, like, Spanish class. I can imagine he (laughs) just brings, like, cupcakes to class. And it's like, great, guys, take your quiz, and you get a cupcake or, you know, whatever he's using to bribe those students into actually doing work.
1: Except that you know that there would be some, some week or some month where he'd be like, I'm a real teacher. And all of a sudden, you're like, "What the fuck? I don't know how. I don't know how to say anything in Spanish because you didn't fucking teach me." And he'd be like, "Guys, here's like all of this work that we need to do." Because he would, because he'd be you, that guy that'd could, be
2: like, "You could fake it though, because he wouldn't know the difference." That's true.
0: He would sign the class up for like the regional Spanish test.
1: What do you What do you think the odds are that Santana just get, writes curse words and all of the? Uh, and i like on the tests and everything because um, yeah it's just because she's like you're not going to know what it is and you're probably going to count it right because you're like low-key pro- he's probably low-key racist can we all can we all just agree that he probably is <laughs>
2: I think so is it?
1: I think mean, I'm sure if you asked Shu, he would say I'm not racist but like he's that racist that doesn't think he is but he actually is and he'd go Santana you are, you know, you probably know Spanish completely and everything you do is right. You get a hundred on it. Yes. That's what he
0: that sounds right. Whatever. That sounds right.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I find the idea that he is bribing his students to do something ridiculous, creepy, and weird. Also, uh, just like you're a teacher. You just, you just tell them what to do. Also, Also, sidebar, has anybody actually figured out is Glee a class or is Glee a club? Okay, I never this, quite know. It's a
0: club because it's so called it's after school. The, well, I mean, ostensibly, but did you notice that the clock on the wall said ten a.m.? Or I guess it does, which is why I'm confused. It's the other thing like maybe it's ten o'clock at night? We don't know, but well, yeah,
2: I, I will go ahead and say, uh, and this is a point in Glee's defense, but also I feel like this is just like me putting more thought into it than them. Uh, I went to a kind of rural school, and all our clubs met during the day during class period. But then what do you do during, like, when were the classes? When were the classes? You just, you, like, basically replaced an elective with it. Mm. I mean, like, y- you you had to work that out in your schedule to make sure it was, like, not going to interfere with your classes. But, yeah.
0: I know. Because I was like, it's 10 o'clock in the morning, and they're in Glee Club. What?
2: Are, yeah, our, like, I mean, most I, of the. Most of the students at my school lived like 30 miles away. So like casually chilling after school didn't really happen unless you like played sports. And even then I'm pretty yeah, sure guys. like football practice was like just the last period of the day for people. Well,
0: well see, like, that.
2: I know, I
1: know that like for band, like band orchestra theater, or I was in theater, like there's theater club, there's band and stuff. And you would have, pra- we would have practice after school. And you, would, and you would usually have, like, theater class. But theater class didn't mean you did theater. Like, you just did the elective. So there were people that did the elective that did nothing in theater. And then there were people mm-hmm. that did theater club that were not doing the elective. So there were different people.
2: So Yeah, so there, like, was, I, there I would I have used... just been one. Like, there was just a, like, drama class that was the drama club. Like, there weren't separate things. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, okay. So I'm not sure if this
1: is a class or
2: if this is a club. If it is both, because if it is both, there should be different people. Am I thinking <laughs> too hard into this? I had no idea. Yeah, again, yes. we're thinking way more than they ever did into it. It, and did, I it just is like season,
0: it season two that back. we're asking this, but yeah, no, it, it bothered me that the clock said ten because I was suddenly like, are they not going to math class or any other? I now want to look at what time the clock says the rest of
1: the the rest of the year. Or like the rest of the you know, their
0: year. The clock never changes. We're so kind of like so a... you
1: are you gonna say it never changes? I wanna I, I have this belief because I believe that anybody connected to this show was way better continuity and and character development and plot development than anybody that actually like created or wrote for it. Um see like the actors and then see like the costume. Uh I have this I have this theory in the back of my mind that like the people that did props were like constantly changing the clock arbitrarily so at some point they'll be in the classroom and it's like 5pm or 5am
2: that would not surprise me
1: I now really want to be like did you guys just like put up a clock and it didn't matter or are the prop people just like changing it around and I I have this feeling like that that's a thing that would have happened so now I want to know
0: (laughs) every take someone is back there just swinging the arm around a few minutes
1: Exactly. So yeah, uh we are or maybe they just put up a clock and didn't bother to take the batteries out, and maybe that's actually when they filmed it. Maybe.
0: Anyway. I, I'm sure I thought nobody thought... else on the show actually thought about the clock.
1: Probably not. And I'm sure nobody else show, that watched
0: the show thought about the clock. If you if you worked on the show and you happen to be listening to this and you know what was up with the clock, you should really just let us know.
1: Yeah if you were if you were the prop master in charge of the clock please please contact us <laughs>
0: the clock
2: master
1: <laughs> we have so many questions apparently yeah that was my, that's my first rant it was on shoe and apparently the clock well in in
0: shoes defense um he was that's hardly
1: his, those are not words i
0: accept on this he podcast. was hardly in this episode which was and, nice. Like, the whole episode actually revolved around the kids and not the adults' crazy nonsense. That's
1: well, so. pretty
2: rare.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is It is something I think that starts to happen more and more after this. And I and I start to think, like,
0: clearly you because do have... Adult storylines suck.
1: So. Well, you do, have, you do still have adult storylines, but I don't think they tried to make them like A or B storylines quite like they did. Um, interesting, I was not in fandom at this point and i don't know if this is something fandom was aware of or 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 anything was there anything that came out at that point like in between season one and season two that was like uh like review wise that was like hey they readjusted what they focused on because it does seem like with season two we have been doing more of a focus on the kids and less having that that direct adult parallel
0: uh yeah, there were some reviewers who tended to be like, Isn't the show about the Glee Club and not the random teachers fighting each other to the detriment of all others?
1: Yes, I wonder I wonder if some of those reviewers noticed like that change in season two. <laughs> yeah, we may have so. to go back and look. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, sounds... because, yeah, you're right. He's not in this one as much. So that yeah. that is a point in this episode's favor, the only point that I have to give.
0: It is, yes. It's a... I think it helps consolidating what actually matters um my second
1: point of of ranting um i'm sorry if you guys have other things to talk about please interrupt me i i just it, my list is just a list of ranting and we can discuss anybody else's
0: ranting or thoughts no keep going a, I'm,
1: i've I'm got I'm, I'm I'm a really, go down my list.
0: i've got a super important one that i can either save or or bring up when we get to it so it, okay if i you i, I Let's see uh
1: my my other one was uh i hate how many times uh like dude, you're pairing off everybody seems to pair off okay in in
0: romantic groups
1: well and the only but one I think that was one dip- of
0: this right like this it these is were, but don't they always uh yes but this episode specifically i think was about it okay it felt like the show needed to realign and like remind the viewers who was with who because four episodes in it was already confusing and it felt like what they were doing was just giving the viewers a chance to go right tall one short one that's a thing blonde one blonde one that's a thing and just kind of like ticking off who was with who because god forbid the characters have relationships that aren't romantic but to me that's why it felt like it was so obviously like Here's the pairing, and here's a pairing, and here's a pairing, and here's a pairing.
1: I like I like your I like your interpretation of that, and I think that there could be a lot of uh, I think that that could totally be it. I just I get that this episode was about duality duets and 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 romantic duets. It, I would have been be more okay with it if I didn't feel like. But you guys always do. Whenever you guys pair up, you guys always just do romantic pairings. And I know Santana did not do a romantic pairing. She didn't because she was pushed not to. She basically ran the opposite direction because Brittany yes. wanted to and then so but, I'm like, I, I get that, but there's a there's a reason for that. And I think and it's
0: due to a romantic pairing. So but, I it. River Deep Mountain High is the best song in the episode, so it is a fabulous episode. Or not episode terrible oh, right episode. Good song. Yes, no, that one is. I listen to that song still.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, good. because Naya, Naya and,
0: and Amber uh, are really good singers, so, <laughs> and completely yeah. underused. And it, to me, when they, I feel like when they put Naya and Amber together, they heard from uh, Leah Michelle and were ordered to never do that again because it sounds so phenomenal and it just points out that she is not the best singer on the show
2: yeah that really didn't happen often enough
0: no
1: they're naya and and amber are two powerhouse singers i think or have power voices that are capable of singing and in in multiple arenas um leah has a fabulous voice but is i feel solely broadway yeah like yeah we've talked Broadway about how we
0: yeah have, how she can't do
1: that and i th- and i I wonder if she's well aware of that because i don't well yeah, because yeah you can hear both naya and amber sing a variety of different things and it's just mm-hmm. it always sounds amazing yeah so uh m- romantic duet part was annoying uh
0: <laughs> okay also speaking of the duets um, why the fuck do Finn and Rachel get two?
2: Yeah, I hated that.
0: Like they, they sang a duet. Why do you think they got two? Well, I know why they got two, but it's like they <laughs> sang a duet. They
2: sang a duet,
0: and then it's like it didn't even count. Like were they just was it like tryouts for their own party? Because then after everyone else sings, like we have to do a di- we have to throw the competition. Like well, you already you already sang, so
2: it's
0: too late. Yeah, I guess they wanted to be like,
1: no, no, we wanted to do a different one, and of course they got to do another one. Yes. I will say, my other my other frustration does kind of dovetail into that. Uh, the idea that Rachel is, feels like they have to throw their competition so somebody else can win, and they can give it to somebody else. I'm no. like, first of all, the hubris. And second <laughs> of all, you guys weren't that good on either one of them.
0: I know. Like... Yeah, I know one of them was intentionally supposed to be that, but like but even Don't Go so, Break in My Heart wasn't fantastic. It was just another Finn and Rachel song where they like dance around each other and make googly eyes and like that's it. It,
1: it was cute. Like it's it was cute in the and context then, of the show. It's cute. It's it's fun. But I'm like that, compare that to, to, you know, Amber Santana uh, and, and Mercedes, it's like no, that they don't no. they don't hold up. I know. So it's um goddamn ridiculous uh so that that's my my other uh, in increasing order of annoyance that's the next one just because it the 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 ego and the hubris granted that's fairly in character for rachel so that's
0: basically her middle name yeah
1: it is but it's, it's so frustrating just to just to continually have it be so over the top i don't know I maybe it's because I, I want to like her and I liked parts of her in season one and like I just I can't I can't and yeah. I still want somebody who loved Rachel to come on and explain why <laughs> if you are that person I don't I am not kidding and I'm not, I'm not I I'm, I don't think any one of us here are going to yell at you for it we're just we none of us agree and we're confused and we would like to hear the other side um
0: Explain so, yourself.
1: <laughs> explain. Uh, the winning, the winning duet is the like second boringest.
0: Yeah, the winning Lucky, duet is garbage.
1: Lucky is so fucking boring. Rachel and Finn throw it so that they can win. Um, the only reason why they they vote for for Sam so he stays in, but
0: like honestly, comparing that to anybody else, it's just ugh. Also, it. like, the whole conceit of this episode is that they have to make Sam welcome so that he'll stay in the glee club because they need him because Puck is in juvie, which is, wow, does that not hold up at all? And, like, would just be nice to Sam? Like, is it? Yeah. Like, what they're saying is that they're all such garbage people that they have to convince someone not to run and hide from them. Like, Is that he, wrong, then? Yeah. Is that unintentional self-awareness? It's it's really not wrong. Like, they have to convince someone with one dinner at Breadsticks to stay in the Glee Club and possibly lose a little bit of popularity. But also, he's brand fucking new to the school. Like, he doesn't have any popularity. He's brand new. He's also, Also, like...
1: he's 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 a passively attractive white boy with
0: with blonde hair. He's going to be fine. He's a decently good-looking dude in a high school in Ohio. Like, he's going to be fine. Exactly, I um I I do have a quick another quick sidebar.
1: Breadsticks,
2: the a breadsticks,
1: the bread, the breadsticks, at breadsticks. Do you yes. imagine them to be those crunchy thin kind of things, or like soft and and warm and like
0: garlicky out of the oven? The only breadsticks that I acknowledge as real breadsticks are the soft garlicky ones. Even though I know that those aren't those are like American breadsticks. And that real breadsticks are crunchy, but I don't want to eat like stick-shaped croutons. But and also, at,
1: do you imagine that that in, in a plate in an Italian place in Ohio would not do a non-American
0: right. version? Like I've, if you look at different episodes, they have like breadsticks on the table in like a coffee mug, and they are the skinny, crispy breadsticks. So yes, we, but do you acknowledge this or do you just ignore them? I think that they are things for children to play with at the table when their parents are talking.
1: Exactly, they're not right. things you eat. I,
0: I want, I want like, <laughs> oily soft breadsticks that I can like dip in marinara sauce. I assumed
2: it was supposed yeah. to be like an Olive Garden
0: like,
2: yeah, thing.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Like it, it's supposed to be breadsticks like Olive Garden those those like long crunchy croutons that are on the table those are things you like throw javelin style at somebody across the restaurant that is annoying you
0: yes but I do also acknowledge that those are quote-unquote like real traditional breadsticks I just don't want them
1: I reject the reality and substitute
0: my own which is warm and yeasty and garlicky I want my breadsticks to have so many calories in them that I can't actually eat my dinner by the time it comes
2: yeah, it's it's just a vehicle for the butter and garlic.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm glad that we were all able to agree. And I want a
2: wheelbarrow
0: full
1: of them.
2: Yes. I want them brought to me in a wheelbarrow.
1: I feel like that's the thing that Kurt, prior to Blaine yelling at him, would do, along with <laughs> snapping at a waitress. <laughs> Please bring me a wheelbarrow of breadsticks. Like he's had like a bad day. Yeah. Or a good day yeah snaps it snaps at the waitress it's like i need to bring more breadsticks immediately like a wheelbarrow <laughs> i wonder yeah. if the f- No, this
0: is, it's not even a real restaurant i can't wonder about the food
1: i mean there's so many sticks that talk about how it's watery terrible italian i know I'm sure they're not i'm sure they're not wrong like that that seems that seems like that would be right but what like the real
0: joke like what if the real joke is that breadsticks is like a really great restaurant
1: I mean, there are, there are places in the middle of nowhere where you would not expect them that are really, really good.
0: Like maybe My parents live by one. Like maybe Breadsticks was founded by an Italian immigrant who came here with their grandmother's recipe book. And Breadsticks has been in the family for three generations now. And they use traditional recipes and fresh herbs and spices grown in the back. I don't know. We don't know.
1: Yeah. Maybe and maybe they called it breadsticks because they thought well, like we need to have an American name, and they yeah, thought like, that that things with an X were American.
0: Right, or they had to rebrand in the 60s. Yeah, I don't know <laughs>
1: exactly. I like this. I like this. Like, like you know, surprise breadsticks is actually run it's actually like a farm to table. Yeah, it's a farm <laughs> um, from it- Italian generational
0: food yeah. <laughs> restaurant. It's a farm. Michelin starred restaurant. It just happens to be in Lima, Ohio.
1: <laughs> because reasons.
0: Oh, breadsticks. Because,
1: because not every great Italian restaurant can be in New York. That's you know.
0: <laughs> not all Italians live in New York. Just most of them. <laughs>
1: please, please send, please send your Italian out to the rest of the country. Thank you.
0: And please send us breadsticks.
1: <laughs> With that resolved, um, slightly, slightly side. With slight, slight side note, um, talking about Quinn and 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 Sam. Wait, uh, is I the plot a side is <laughs> mm-hmm. the side note,
0: or is food the side note? Saying quick side note, but was what we were talk- like? Which is the side note? The actual episode? Well, the
1: side note is the whole this all this all tables into my ranting. Okay. This is a side note from my ranting. Got it. Not the side note from the actual conversation of food, though. I feel like we could do a podcast on, on the food of Klee. <laughs> It'd be interesting. Oh, boy. Um, I know, right? So, Quinn and, Quinn and Sam, this is Sam's entrance episode, where he shows up. Um, and prior to all of this, they were teasing, you know, uh, Kirk gets a boyfriend, Kirk gets a boyfriend. And they were teasing up Sam as, as the boyfriend, fairly. Um, they were. Fairly fairly you know, strictly, fairly stringently, fairly a lot. Let's yes. just go with the word a lot. Everything a lot. So um not having been in, in the uh fandom at the time, uh, any any thoughts or or feels on how that plot twist was? Because if I go just if I go just based on a Glee Kink meme, uh <laughs> you know That's the crosses, which which is always the best way of in data, right? Um, it seems it, it de- there's definitely a lot of no. We think this is actually going to be the boyfriend. that This is just plot twist, and Sam's actually by. I don't.
0: I don't think it was a plot twist so much as they got what's his face Cord on set, and were like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> this isn't gonna work." And they just kind of. Whoop-de-dude! It into Quinn.
1: So do you think? So do you think Sam was like the Sam character was originally created, and Cord was originally cast to be a a, a boyfriend for Kurt, and then they yeah, him I, on set, and then they and then Chris and Chris and
0: Cord and you know act, and they go, "This doesn't work." I think so, or at least that is the public. Yeah, pseudo public, um, uh, story that is out there is that Sam was and, and, and he is very obviously teased as the boyfriend, right? Like if you go and you look at the headlines for when his casting was announced, and oh, does Kurt get a boyfriend? Like it was all a hundred. It was all very much set up like Kurt is going to at least get some sort of romantic interlude, and there's this new character Sam, and it's that's going to be the story. So, yes, I think he was purposefully cast for that, and then for whatever reason, they flipped it and reversed it, like, immediately. So, yes, it did seem, well, not even seem, like, he he was pretty much hired to be the latest. and then one uh, rumor, maybe, or, like, whispering or suggestion, or maybe there was even an article, I don't actually remember at this point, was that he had chemistry with um Diana Agron and the the writers and the crew were like oh well that works much better and then I think the other side of it that the fans were kind of aware of was that Chris was like nah (laughs) which I think was never like an official thing that Chris kind of went I don't think so but there was definitely yes Sam is going to be the love interest, maybe even temporarily, and it fizzles. It's like, who even fucking knows what that was supposed to be? And that uh, a confluence of chemistry and no chemistry and prevailing winds—who even knows at this point—changed it really, really quickly. And then they had to go deep into the uh, the casting audition tapes to find an unknown, <laughs> yet to be named actor to fill that role and then they didn't even fill that role like that wasn't even anyway it's not for this episode <laughs> like that wasn't the even role. that that wasn't even the point of Blaine in the first place you're supposed to be a mentor and not a, whatever so
1: story. we can all roads can, <laughs> we can get all roads back to this, this is, I can always bring
0: it back to Clay and y'all
1: so, that is a thing we are good at um, yeah. no, I also I, I okay allegedly heard that um, allegedly uh, heard rumor that you know the rumor that Chris was like no I don't like not that he's like I don't like him but like not him I don't vibe with him I don't like this this isn't how I feel like this isn't this doesn't work for me I'm not gonna I my what I heard wasn't necessarily like that I dislike him as a person that was not the rumor that I allegedly heard it was I don't like working with him as Kurt's
0: boyfriend for yeah whatever no, that,
1: was,
0: that was definitely out there of like this isn't I heard happening
1: yeah, and I also heard, I thought I read it in an article where Cord had explicitly said he did not want to sign up to pl- sign on to play a gay character.
0: Well, that's, I mean,
1: Again, that's hard. Allegedly. Because,
0: yeah, no, that's that's a hard one, because, like, that would have been in the first round of casting. Like, that would have been on the blurb saying uh, male Caucasian, or, you know, they may have not even been allowed to specify, but male age, blah da, da blah 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 here's the well, role
1: like I would yeah. have specified,
0: you know. Unless oh, I they're really agree. <laughs> Unless they're broke back mounting it and they're like, oh no, it's a totally straight surprise.
1: Well, I mean I, I can't I can totally see a a up and coming uh Hollywood actor being like, I'm gonna go out for every role, no yeah. matter what. And then getting it and then being like ah and then being like ah <laughs> Yeah, I don't um, want
0: to be my career by playing gay. Exactly.
1: Exactly. No I one mean, does that. And, and you know, some you can you can make an entire career out of doing that, but, you know, you're also <laughs> going to have some downsides.
0: You really can. You can make an entire career about playing gay. Yeah, whether or not you are. Hmm.
1: I have thoughts on that. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. That's a conversation for another podcast that we have. But yeah, I, I I just i wanted to to briefly at least talk about how, you know, this is this is Sam's kind of like entrance. And prior to all of this he was he was, you know, teased as Kurt's boyfriend. Yeah. And then coming out of this he's Quinn's boyfriend. So it's sort of like, Well what?
0: So... so do you know what that this has me thinking about a much um eh, I'm not even able to put this into because, like I didn't plan on saying anything and I just thought about it. But um It kind of sounds like me all the time. I don't plan what I'm going to say. It just feels like one of the first big instances where the accessibility of spoilers and information, um, oh, I can't even think of the the technical term that I wanted to use and sound smart because it's gone now. Information outside.
1: Use the dumb words and sound like the rest of us.
0: <laughs> it's, you know, information. So, spoilers and information outside of what is on screen and being able to use blogs and forums and blind items and press releases and all these sorts of things to be able to piece together what an episode may or may not be like and what may or may not be in it and what it may or may not even be about months in advance, right? Because that became a huge fucking thing in the Glee fandom. Oh,
1: yeah had glee, what was it glee in brazil brazil yeah, brazil yeah
0: yeah that brazil account which was literally just ryan murphy sitting on the toilet tweeting but
1: it was either him or it was joaquin i i have money on joaquin
0: we can't ask anymore it's too late but you know it became this huge <laughs> thing where you'd get uh some stills and then you'd get well yeah you get some stills and then you'd get the episode summary and then you would get a song snippet and then sometimes people would like somehow steal dialogue that had no context and no background and no anything to go with it. And then just like lose their shit over a thing that is, that stands alone. Right. Like you would hear two seconds of dialogue and they'd be like, well, fuck like they're the all thing. dying. Like, well, no, you, it, and then it you can't put together anything from that. It's nonsense. And it, like became the entire point of the fandom was to, figure out exactly what was going to happen in all 42 minutes of the episode a week before it aired and it was like people's goal was to track down the spoilers and the anecdotes and the behind the scenes and all this shit like are you not even going to watch the episode because like what's the point now you've you've and, given and, and you've finding... given everything and you've put it together wrong it turns out and it just it felt was, like,
1: although i always found it to be so like an interesting
0: like yeah when they were wrong uh, it was like well what the fuck did you think was happening here
1: I, I do think that's sort of, like, an interesting, um, uh, like, display of, like, how, of how fandoms can work, or but also has, like, how you can have all of the pieces and see the totally wrong story. It's, like, you know, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, not even all the pieces, but, like, how you can have, like, a lot of them and be, like, you just put them together wrongly. <laughs>
0: Completely well, wrong. Like, it felt like fandom was working against itself in a way, like, they were trying to figure out the worst things that could happen in every episode, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it was like die. what's the
1: worst and, case scenario.
0: Yeah, what's the worst case scenario? And it's every single episode, and it's every single bit of information. And yet the like the the rabidness of the hunt for this kind of information. And like people would post tomorrow. Like, remember, guys, Wednesdays we get this, and Thursdays we get this. Like, we don't get it. You go find it. And doesn't that well see I some of your enjoyment I, of the show,
1: I put this down not
0: necessarily due to
1: I don't think this is something that happens in most fandoms. I've been in a couple um they you i mean it's not i mean some of them were when shows were airing or when the shows weren't airing or about movies or things like that and and everybody has and everything think everyone has some degree of oh, what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen but I will agree with you that the the level to which a lot of this fandom took, we need to find every bit of information to piece together the the episode before it happens was dramatic. And I put that down to the fact that the fandom had no ability to place any trust in its writers whatsoever. Because if you can trust your writers, it does not matter if you get things that don't make sense because you're just like, it doesn't matter it'll make sense when I see it. But the yeah. thing is, it, it doesn't make sense when you see it. So it's almost like you have to know because you don't know what's going to happen because they're going to do something that does not make sense to the characters. And I don't care how many people in fandom, they're probably gone now because they want to go do something else, but would argue the writers know what they're doing. I trust the writers. No, you don't. Because if you did, you would not be hunting down on information, not to this degree. And that is, particularly why this fandom went as rabid as it did, in my opinion, trying yeah. to these things together, is that there's
0: no trust. Yeah, because at any given episode, it could all just be destroyed. Everything can fall apart. Everything could fall Ultimately, apart.
1: That, you have no ability to trust the story. Because the story I mean, is- I
2: also don't think that was accidental. I mean, I think Glee understood the fan base that it had, or at least someone associated with Glee did and made it into a get like I mean like you were saying it was you know Ryan Murphy running the Brazil website like I think they understood that they were going to get more hype out of having people spend a week playing detectives than if people watched the episode and got pissed off yes
1: I a thousand percent do that believe that the Glee from Brazil Glee in Brazil whatever either somebody connected to the, the the show or was at least sanctioned in the sense of somebody it was either somebody that was on in the production or somebody outside the production that was being fed something from directly from production because like some of the stuff that they would have it's like there's no way you have this and there's also no way that that kind of information would have gotten out as consistently as it did unless somebody in the higher ups was okay with it so i I absolutely agree it.
0: it also got more the information got more precise the longer the show went mm-hmm. on. Like they were giving more and more and more, or, you know, Murphy was bored and putting out more.
1: I, 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 I'm sure it was probably a fan account that started off of some rumors they were able to hear and put together. It got a lot of traction. It got noticed because that's how these things do, they don't fly under the radar. And then it got noticed, and people saw how much traction it got, and somebody smartly. Decided, let's just continue to push this because this is just going to continue more marketing for more propaganda for us rather than trying to do it ourselves. I'll give kudos to whoever came up with that decision because that that was pretty smart, in my opinion.
0: But it was Chris, damn right, it was. Believe the man does know how to that much, Hmm? he didn't care that much.
1: Hmm. Let me Maybe he, he wanted to just like get certain things out there for, for whatever reason he had. Anyway. So yeah, that was a nice nice side jump down into both fandom. Yeah, yeah my was
0: boyfriend just kind of like, Oh, is it it's gonna be a boyfriend, is it not? And people are like, Oh, well, in this one screen cap you can see them looking at each other. Like, yeah, let's just watch the episode and yeah be excited. I mean,
1: they can't they I mean they do have to look at each other to be able to to like do
0: a show do you remember how especially when glee really just started breaking characters up like breaking couples up for no reason there would be stills from the episode like two weeks in advance and it would be kurt and blaine are looking at each other in a disgruntled fashion like are they or is it just an awkward screen cap like can we, can we wait a minute maybe like that's, that's how we should have known that the uh that one episode of season four was going to be
1: bad was when we got like stills and they made it look like everybody was having a happy stroll through the uh, through uh <laughs> Central Park and it was like all romantic and we should have been like oh fuck it's not comeback. gonna end well <laughs> should have known because they I, they were never very quiet I mean they were never very like subtle with no. how they they'd always tease the opposite of what would happen I mean not always mm. but frequently <laughs> so they were never very subtle with that so yeah the this Sam's going to be the boyfriend, Sam's going to be Kurt's boyfriend, Sam's going to be Quinn's boyfriend, not like a, a big misdirect, I, like I said, I did have seen both via my my solid data in uh, the Glee King meme and a couple other uh, uh, Tumblr pages, just a lot of people that felt that that itself was a misdirect and that it was going to end up, he's by and he's actually going to be with Kurt later. As most people probably listen to this podcast know, things change. Things change. Thankfully. But I, I do, yeah, I do think uh, something, something probably happened, right, whether it was on set, whether it was prior to set, whether it was like during table reads, and they were just like, yeah, how about we just change some shit around? <laughs> but how, about, we how not? about not? What I want to know is, is, I don't, how early in advance do you, do you cap? I I ask this because I feel like Emily, you probably have some idea on this more so than like I would.
0: Um, it depends on the role, and it okay, depends so, on the project. Okay, so let's say let's
1: talk about it. So let's say how far in advance would they have have uh, cast cord to play Sam, considering they were doing uh, they were talking about this. I think during the at least near the end of the summer, going into going into the uh, the premiere.
0: Um. Yes, but had they already cast him, or was there just a character in mind?
1: That that that's true. I don't. I don't. Often talking.
0: A new character coming, but not. You know they, because so he was a guest star to begin with. Mm, mm-hmm. Let's see so i just really quick on september 21st 2010 there is a vanity fair article saying will cord overstreet go full broke back on glee mm-hmm. which is like upsetting in a couple of fashion like a couple it's, oh, it's weird so that announcing that cord has joined the cast For season two as a transfer student and rumors have been swirling around the internet that the hunky, I can't read this, uh, (laughs) that he is a possible love interest for Kurt Hummel. So that is September 21st, 2010. And when did this episode air? This episode aired October October. 12th. 2010. So he was hired a month before the episode aired. If I'm not wrong, but was
1: he hired a month before, or had they already hired him? And they, that was when they made the announcement.
0: It's when his deal closed and they announced. But at that point, the articles were still saying that he might be a possible love interest for
1: i guess Kirk. I guess my point, my my ultimate question here is, do obviously the the
0: that's um, really close to when a show well especially movies um start shooting like your principal cast will be hopefully hired with enough time to prep costume hair makeup some rehearsal if you're the kind of movie that needs rehearsal but then your supporting cast sometimes you don't hire you can hire your some cast during shoot because movies especially aren't tv shows are different because they're shot chronologically but like movies aren't shot chronologically for the most part right so you'll have like block one of shooting and it's a month and you need actors one through six because you're doing things so out of order that you don't even if if you haven't hired your other actors it's kind of okay Uh but tv shows it's the same cast all the way through but it's not as long of a lead time as you would think.
1: Let me circle let me let me circle back around to why I'm asking this is I'm curious if they had hired Darren by the time they had hired Cord and were able to kind of go off of or partly going off of um uh you know, chemistry readings or whatever to kinda of go, Ah, cool, that's we, not gonna work. But apparently that I mean yeah. his character didn't change for a while, but it's like but that chemistry is doing off is like that actually works so I'm just the curious way, if it's like no he wouldn't have been hired yet
0: yeah no the way I remember yeah. it is that there wasn't a Blaine character at that point at that point and well, yeah
1: yeah like I said I'm just I'm just curious if that was like a like a we we're purposefully like changing Sam partly because of this but also partly because of that too that sounds like That doesn't matter. Darren, Blaine, that doesn't matter. It was literally just
0: whatever they they may have changed with Sam was literally. Yeah. So I think that this, I think it happened pretty quickly because I think the announcement that Darren was joining the show happened not that long after they announced that Cord was joining the show, right? So, like, it's close enough that I cannot, having not worked, having not done the casting, like, I can't safely say when. This one out, but I do remember before he started lying about it. Darren talking about how many times he auditioned for the show it was like three, four times before he was finally called back for this new role because he auditioned for the pilot, right? Which he right, now right. tells people, which is weird. Um, so the character had when when Darren was announced that he was taking on a role. The character had a name. The warblers were a thing. And he was um, supposed to be like the platonic mentor, right? So again, like they did with Sam, the character changed really fucking quickly based on chemistry. Yeah. Right?
1: Sometimes Glee always fucks up. Just sometimes, you know, what broken clock has got to be correct twice a day. Glee's got to fuck up at least a positive way.
0: To me, that says that they didn't do a chemistry test with Darren and Chris to change. Because the they character.
1: Did what others. Did. This doesn't matter. Yeah, because
0: it, he was supposed to be a platonic mentor, which was like the whole point of the character, and then that changed very quickly. So to me, yeah, yeah. it's that he. The show was shooting. They hired him, threw him into rehearsals, did the first episode, and went. Ooh, this is fun. And went from there, which is not necessarily the best way to write a TV show with any cohesion or coherence. But, like, in this case, I'll take it.
1: Yeah. Take it, and clearly that's, that's par for the course. All right. Well, I appreciate that, that deep dive into, you know, kind of look at, Again, look at casting. Which,
0: a yeah, lot of this is memory. College, totally. A lot of this is memory. It's been, like, eight years now. So, like, the timeline gets funny. But I the way I remember it was Cord, then Darren. And the the switch kind of all happened very quickly. Of... I it, it
1: sounds like it's possible that could have been possible that they there could have been a change with Well, maybe not. No, not possible that there would have been a change with Sam's character because that would have had to have happened. At least some rehearsals, anyway. Really, this, like, this, does it matter can, at the end of the day? No, I'm you just. You can change
0: I'm just... the scene while you're shooting it. Like it doesn't. There's, it's not theater. There's no law against changing the script while you're shooting. Like in theater, you can't. You can't Once you hit um a certain point in rehearsals, you, you lock the script and you can't make major changes without penalties. But that doesn't hold in film and TV.
1: The more you know. You can literally bullshit your way through a movie yeah. or a television show. Yeah, and I'm you pretty sure that's what we do. That's what that's we're doing fine. right here.
0: That's why editors are so important. That's true. This, this, in a roundabout way, brings oh, me to. Speaking to, of to, yeah. editors, wait, I have a thing about editors. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, not about editors in general, but about the editing in this episode. So um, there's the scene where Kurt asks Sam to do the duet in the McKinley hallway, right? And uh-huh. Finn, Finn sees Kurt asking Sam. And then we cut to Finn I think there might be a scene in between or maybe it was a commercial break then we cut to Finn yelling at Kurt in the lunchroom as if he they just walked into the lunchroom from the hallway like it's that kind of a beginning of a conversation like I saw what you did you can't ask him but Kurt's clothes are utterly different as if it's been a totally different day so either Kurt changed outfit midday which is possible Finn waited a day or two to hold his anger in before confronting Kurt. And it was so blatantly a different day that it just, like, annoyed me for no reason. Wow. Way like, it's a whole... There. And Finn's outfits always look the same, so I can't actually say that one maroon sweater is different than the other, but <laughs> Kurt is just utterly different. So, anyway.
1: I'm Part of me is wondering, like, you know how sometimes uh... Sometimes like they uh, they get like flushy and then they'd be, and they'd joke about having to change clothes in the middle of the day. Um, right. Actually, you might have just was changed. Was that it. actually a thing? In the, was that a thing in the show or was that just a thick thing? I
0: think, I think it's a fix thing.
1: thing. Or...
0: God damn it! I hate. let maybe that's what happens. You know, we don't know. It could have been in the show, and I wasn't paying attention because that happened.
1: I I hate how I can never seem to to remember uh, what happens in actually the show versus what actually happens in the in the. I know. Um. But I will say that is a a fabulous uh, transition to to the thing that drives me that I hate the most, which is which is Kurt's storyline and everything around it. And I get they were I think what they're trying to do here is highlight and escalate, you know, like Kurt's loneliness so that everybody gets that. Kurt is alone, and everybody else is together, and and he's gonna have to go it alone. And so you really feel that sense of 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 pain and longing for him. And all I can feel is, wow, y'all dicks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cause like, yeah, okay. Uh, I personally think that uh, I think uh, Kurt has his own um, uh, his own isms. When he looks at people, like looking at somebody that dyes their hair blonde. As a dude, and assuming they're gay, that's that's just it's its own form of something.
0: It is. Uh, it's stereotype it, Yeah.
1: It, thank you. It's its own thing. But like at the same time, like the idea that you can't sing with him because then he'll be bullied is horseshit. Because like, so you don't mind that he's bullied? <laughs> like, <laughs> probably? I mean It
2: kind of okay. sounds like they're saying Kurt, you're a lost cause, but Sam might have a chance. Yeah, basically.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. so like, fuck you. You brought this on yourself because you like boys, but like, don't bring this on him. And it's like, well, fuck you. I feel like there's like way other ways you could have, you could have highlighted this sense of loneliness and, and that he's alone without saying it quite like that. And as dickish as that is, I completely go, yeah, no, I buy that from Finn. Um, even though the show has tried to show us time and time again, Finn is a good guy at heart, and I do kind of think he is, but, like, he's also, like, super dickish, and does not know, like,
0: what he says. Well, it's also like, Finn's whole thing in this episode about, like, he needs to feel welcome, and he needs to be liked, and and that, doesn't it kind of backtrack on his whole previous thing where he chose the glee club over football because he didn't care about what people thought about him and he took the slushy and that whole thing. Like now he's just foisting it on somebody else.
1: Which is exactly what he does like all the time. It's like he always, it's like, well, with his characterization, it always goes back and forth. But even that to some degree, I was able to go cool. I don't, you know, like, this is, this is terrible. And I don't think. Probably how they should be doing it but i do kind of see how his character could say that what i don't understand is how bert agrees with him
0: mm.
2: i just chalk it up
0: on drugs for his heart attack yeah right like he's tired he for some reason has an iv in the house that's not hooked up to him like who who's yeah. is kurt gonna insert that iv who is doing that you know Carol, they don't act because Carol's, Carol's a nurse.
2: God damn it! <laughs> like
0: they <laughs> don't actually. Send you but home.
1: no, I'm dying yeah. on for this show.
0: I just like has nobody ever been to the doctor? Because like you don't get to go home with your IV stand. That's not unless you pay for. I, you don't get to take it with you. If you're still on an IV drip, you kind of have to stay where you are.
2: Free souvenir. I guess
0: five hundred thousand dollar doctor bill and a free IV stand.
1: I mean, considering how expensive it is to go to the hospital, I wish they gave me an I like they gave you like an IV to leave because I'd be like, yeah. I mean, I feel like I deserve that and other things
0: too. And there was there was like liquid and in the IV bag. But like there was liquid in the IV bag. Should he not have been taking that, or was he just letting it get room temperature? I mean, maybe, why? But maybe, why? Maybe I have maybe that bath for you. He's in a bathrobe and he hasn't shaved. I can tell he's sick. You don't need to telegraph it with an IV stand. Banana bag. Like, I get it.
1: I mean, maybe you do. Maybe you do if you're, like, you really just don't understand how slow works. Like, you just, just really, believe.
2: really think the people watching your show are idiots.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I think we I all mean,
0: believe that <laughs> they believe that. Honestly, yeah, that's true.
2: But no, I just,
1: I, I'm like, this is the shittiest thing to say. And I believe it of you, Finn. But I just do not understand how Bert, like, I'm going to, I, I love your mother, but I will not let you live in this house mm-hmm. for saying shitty things about my son would also go, I agree with the, I agree with this guy as He's calling you out for being kind of predatory. And all you're wanting to do is sing a fucking song. Mm-hmm. While I like, while yeah, Kurt has a, I don't know if you call it a crush because I don't, I don't think they've Known each other long enough for that. Like, while I think Kurt would like to, for him to be gay, um, I don't think like he's singing a fucking duet. Like that, clearly, clearly, uh, it's okay for two girls to sing a duet, and that's mm-hmm. fine. And it didn't have to be a romantic duet. But like, we couldn't. You couldn't have had two two dudes do, do a duet and it'd be fine. Oh, I cannot stand this. Uh, this particular point in this episode and it just—it frustrates me that how dare they put this blight on Papa
0: Hummel this way. How dare you? <laughs> Again, Bert was drugged. He was he's got medication. He's tired. He's not thinking straight. My Bert is. Hummel would never act this way. Not my Bert Hummel? Hashtag not my Bert Hummel. Yeah. Not but my, that, that, Bert. Is
1: my <laughs> that is my that is my ultimate you... frustration and rant piece. For this, for when, the book.
0: when Kurt had the line about, like, why can't I hold hands with someone in the hallway and why can't I dance with someone at my prom? Did you see that gif set in your head of him with Blaine? Because I did, yeah. Like, as he I, spoke the lines, I saw the gif set with the text over the thing. Like, I've reblocked this many times. Hey, I, I do,
1: I do like Bert's line about, well, I don't know if I like the line, but the comment about um, until you can find somebody to be as brave as you are. I, I like that. I don't like the piece afterwards where it's like, you're going to be lonely
0: too, or you're going to be on your own. I'm like, well, it's just it really depressing. Do you say that he's waiting for someone with courage? I mm-hmm. that would. <laughs> Is that maybe what's happening there? Is that what we're waiting on?
1: Is that what we're alluding to? We, oh, we're slow. alluding to a thing that we didn't know we were going to be doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I am... Um, I, I liked the piece about somebody being as brave as you are. Um, I just, I, I didn't like the fact that like, it's like, you're going to be lonely. It's like, well, what? Well, fuck you too, Dad. <laughs> That's yeah. really sad.
0: That's something you tell your 30-year-old daughters, not your 15-year-old sons. That's not it's true. You could like, be sick and happy.
1: Also, like, he's 15. Like, I mean...
0: I know. These kids are fucking like, stupid. They act like a romantic relationship in high school means anything. Like, or like
1: without a romantic relationship in high school i like i will not be somebody uh yeah. like, to I anybody I listening know. to this that is in high school no i
2: mean <laughs> so this is totally half yeah. of them get married
0: True.
2: at like 19 or whatever
0: uh, like, yeah if you're in high school and you're listening to this podcast one go to bed it's a school night and two uh do your homework and like go to class and be involved in extracurriculars and don't care about relationships. It's not worth it. Uh, make friends. Like yeah, that's make it. friends. Friends are really important. Romantic partners, less so.
1: Also really, really, you know, in high school, just like, I can't imagine anybody in high school that's like, I don't want to say that's actually decent. That That's not true. There are decent people in high school
0: all high schoolers are garbage we were garbage you're going to be garbage.
1: no i'm going to oh, say i'm going to side note the girl that the girl that got cast and in, in west side story does not seem like garbage also department students and those are going to be my 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 asterisk other than the two, that a, the two asterisks
0: of six billion people
1: yeah but everybody That's else right. we yeah yeah <laughs> all other high school students i don't we don't mean you specifically we just mean us all in general we were, we were you know all garbage in high school
0: it's okay to be it's a garbage fine. person in high school.
1: It's fine. You, I think, more so than any other time in your life, are expected to be a garbage person.
0: It's true. Nobody likes you. Expect expects you. No one cares what you have to say. And when you, you work, know, you will look back at high schoolers and think exactly the same thing. So it's okay. It's okay. I mean... While I, on some,
1: ha- on, on some level, I do totally believe the next generation will save us. God bless you all. I doesn't mean I will. I still think a lot of high schoolers are trash people. And I mean that yeah, from you're, the bottom you're of my heart, people. that you all
0: save us. <laughs> yeah, you're still trash you're, people. You're trash people and you will become humans at some point. Just at the moment, it's okay. You're trash people. But Live in your family. We um, all had great yeah. high school experiences. Oh, yeah. <laughs> high school was such like a non-event for me. I'm, I'm sure I went
1: was good. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like the quintessential like the best
2: years of my life. It was not. Is like it was good. I mean, mine was just mildly traumatic, and then I repressed everything, so it was fine.
0: Good. That's how it's supposed <laughs> to be. I,
2: I actually, literally, someone. um Actually, there's a long story that goes into that that I'm gonna uh skip past. Uh, <laughs> I, ended up, I ended up finding an article <laughs> about myself uh, from. Oh 2000- my god yeah she knows the story uh from 2001 oh no that it was in the local newspaper and I definitely had an I have no recollection of this reaction to it I don't remember that I I I vaguely remember the event that it was about it was like I had something like published writing wise don't remember ever like having my picture in the paper don't remember like I remember that it happened, but not anything about it, um, the, the whole, like, publication thing. And that's, I literally repressed so much of high school.
0: That is terrifying. Yeah. I don't want anything published about me.
2: Uh, I'll, when the podcast is over, I'll tell you the whole story there.
0: I went to my two-a-day swim practices and did my homework and went to bed. <laughs> that was high school
2: i uh i did i did a lot of theater things that that was my high school
0: nerd
2: i mean honestly i wrote a lot of fan fiction
0: nerd
2: uh, spent a lot of time <laughs> like, on forums. I like, it, like okay i started
1: i started this i started this early oh, yeah. this, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is, i was i was ahead of the curve with all of this thank you
0: yep um, uh, i wrote in my live journal which is still like Accessible?
1: <laughs> my live journal is accessible. Sure. The rest of I
0: took it down.
2: I went through and privated every single post of mine, so yes, I can still see exactly. it, but nobody else can. That's smart. I just have to fuck all with mine. Just kind of like, <laughs> at some point in my life, I might feel nostalgic. I'm not there yet, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to delete it. But are you using live journal like a yearbook?
1: A little bit. <laughs> 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 I love it.
0: I use it as a burn oh, book.
1: Better. I like it. We have completely got off topic. Right. Um,
0: we, we're cutting actually, it. You know what? There is a burn book, though. So, like, we kept it. Way okay. to bring said um, hey,
1: I That's all I had as far as my rant, by the way. Right, I'm done now.
0: Unless you have something to say about it, I kind of just skip over the Brit-arty thing because it grosses me out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no real opinions about that. I mean, it was nice to see Kevin, but not a storyline I'm I enjoy that much. So.
0: Yeah, for me it was just like, well, here's someone who's been sexually assaulted, we don't know how yeah. many times, uh, and then Artie suddenly being like, "You hurt me because sex was important to me." Like, well, then you should have said something to her at the time because that's also on you, buddy.
2: Like, yeah, there was there was no saying, lack of sense in there.
0: Yeah. I don't. Know, it was just very like I don't like any of this, so I'm not gonna think about it.
1: Like everything here is a hot mess.
0: Yeah. Other than Heather Morris picking him up, which I thought was amazing. I do think that's funny. Um, and I hope you got stunt pay for it.
1: So I have a couple of um, I have a couple of things I do want to point out.
0: Yes. That I think are fun.
1: One, uh, this is the episode that they watch in the office. F. Oh. For the episode, the viewing party. Uh, uh When everybody goes over to somebody's house and they watch Glee, this is this is the episode they watch, uh, which I thought uh, way to pick a really mild. Do you remember mild episode? But also, like, do you remember when Glee was like really popular and like everybody <laughs> talked
2: about it? That was a thing. I mean, the fact um, that they they watched Glee in the office is just a fun fourth wall breaking moment since Kevin McHale was in the office. Was and he? also, yes he, he was. was <laughs> also, Michael Scott says that his
1: favorite character from Glee is the invalid. Yes. Yeah. Because Kevin McHale was on uh was on the office.
0: <laughs> huh. I've never seen The Office.
1: I hadn't until recently, and then Mandy and I did a watch and we got I got to be excited at seeing Kevin McHale and we had a we had a moment of, Ah, Kevin McHale <sighs> Surprised Kevin McHale should show up in a lot of shows, but sadly just not. Um, the use of the term "scissoring" uh, marked a first in American tel- network television. Interesting. I was in this episode, uh, especially used in a series with a wide family viewership. And I'm sure it doesn't surprise anybody here to hear that the uh, the Daily Mail didn't like that. Ugh. I know, right? Also, uh, I'm going to end this. I'm going to end this on a fun one. When Santana uh, and Artie are talking in the cafeteria, Dominic Barnes is seen behind them.
0: Yeah, and
2: he's been I in the just, background before.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he's here again, and I just I really like to think that currently he, I, I he's like been spying on New Directions
2: the entire
0: time. The whole time.
1: <laughs> the whole time, Trent's been actually been spying on New Directions instead of Warblers. Um, Sounds legit. Mention. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I got as far as like fun fun notes about this episode. Uh, as brought to you by Glee Wakia. Glee with Kia, making
0: sure that we know what the fuck we're talking about when we do this podcast. Um, I have a fun, well, I think it's fun, thing to point out. During Don't Go Breaking My Heart, um, Finn starts out on the drums, and Mm -hmm. he fucks up on a lot of things, but for some reason, they made sure that Finn and the drummer switch places on the beat. Like, they... (laughs) The drum sound, like the actual track, stops when he gets up and he hands the sticks, and the other guy sits down, and then he picks back up and the drum kicks in. Like they—that's important, right? Continuity, damn it. Continuity things to give a shit about, making sure that you see the drum (laughs) stick hit the drum skin on the beat. Like I I was just like, all right, cool.
1: (laughs) This is a totally arbitrary thing to be taking into account. That feels like that feels like Glee, where it's like we're gonna we're gonna care where it doesn't fucking matter
0: yeah we're gonna care in this one nonsensical Um, and then never again and then never again will we will we care about what Mm. i (laughs) do either of you have a favorite
1: um favorite line from this uh
0: this episode uh i didn't write any down
2: i don't think i have a favorite line from it nothing stood out to me I, okay, um, I and a favorite
0: line, but when Santana is talking about Puck going to juvie, she says it was really only a matter of time, and I just put a big yikes next to it. That's valid. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Totally
1: sad. Um. What now? What about favorite song? Oh, River Deep. I figured that was that was New York based on what we talked about. But
2: uh, what about mm-hmm. you, Mandy? I liked the um Chris and Leah duet at the end. How that does not surprise me. Yeah, I was gonna say that that probably shouldn't be that surprising.
0: Who are um,
2: you? Right, a Judy Garland. I, yes. I I like for musicality.
1: I liked uh Kurt and I a song by himself, and I love Santana and Mercedes. Hmm?
0: The jazz hot.
1: Mhm. I like the song, and I also like uh Mercedes and Santana's a song together but as far as just like i enjoy watching um i really enjoy tina and mike because i just like watching mike dance that's
2: fair <laughs> he's
1: so much fun to watch like harry shume jr as a dancer is fucking amazing i love watching him dance mm-hmm. and i don't feel like they showcase his skills often enough so i i just really enjoy when suddenly especially when it's when it's very tongue-in-cheek it's like can't sing so I'm just going to really lean into, like, all of my dancing skills. And it's like, I'm here for that. So I actually, like, it's not musically the best song, but it is, for me, one of the more fun to watch. I
0: mean, I did like that all of a sudden Glee was confronted with the fact that they had hired at least two people who couldn't actually sing. Yeah. And
1: they were like, ah, fuck. it. Oh, but I appreciate I, I, I appreciate at least with, with Mike, how they, I don't think they did it frequently enough. And in my opinion, what it should have done it more, but how they would frequently, you know, joke about haha, Mike can't sing, because let's be honest, there are, Glee, most Glee clubs do not have the same, like a crazy, awesome amount of voices. We're going to have people that kind of right. suck. Um, it's just going to happen. So they're like kind of suck at singing, but that's okay. Cause like, and he would he look at, look at how well he dances and he's awesome. And I liked when he would do solos, and his solos weren't like singing at all. And it was like, or I had like three song, like three things to sing, and like the rest of it was like soft shoe. And I was like, I like that. <laughs> I found it was fun. So, I, I, it is, it is funny to see them kind of be like, all right, we gotta, we gotta figure out how to use these two in ways that are not singing. Yeah. Well, on a, on a, on a scale of one to five, what is our Kevin McHale
0: rating? He gets a negative one for being a dick
2: yeah i mean obviously points for for kevin but not not a pleasant arty episode yeah mm-hmm.
0: otherwise it would have been a negative 1.5 this time it's just a negative one because he's a dick but he gets the the two or i don't know for having a scene
1: like the, the the amount you're in it is the but the quality or what you're what you do yeah. in
0: it is the Yeah, yeah, quality counts. Fair. Awesome. <laughs> so does that does that like put us out at like a what a point five? No, I'm keeping my negative one. I'm, right. that, I'm that annoyed by him. All right, I'll I'll,
1: I'll take it if we're gonna get into it, negative one.
0: Evan can bring it up with me himself.
1: <laughs> yes, we of like our him rating to, uh, logical. I. You know what? We can we can totally readjust our uh, our rating if you would like to give us uh give us a call. We're yeah. happy we're happy to to discuss this.
0: We can chat. You can present your case
1: and we will tell you where you're wrong.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh I think that's all I've got. Anything anything on you on y'all's end? Mm-mm. That's it. Other than I just don't want to watch the next episode.
1: I understand. <laughs> Unfortunately, Unfortunately, it it's next, and the quicker we get through it, the quicker we get through it into the next one.
0: Yes, onto the next one. That's true. so the next is always next. that
1: exactly all right, well then, uh with that, I think uh we're gonna say this is a uh the the end to our two thousand and first two thousand and nineteen episode. Well done, everybody. We yep. hope you guys are all still with us after our our conversation here not sure how much of <laughs> this is going to make it into the podcast so well, it'll be interesting to see what happens all but, of it uh, all of it it's going to be a monster episode uh thanks for uh for hanging out with us as always and uh that's what you missed on Clea. Welcome to what's happening and what's appening. Oh, what's happening? You ask the two dollar sausage McMuffin with egg at, at McDonald's. McDonald's. Oh, so good! Ooh, savory sausage, melty cheese, and egg on a freshly toasted muffin for and two dollars. And what's happening? The McDonald's app. Download it on your phone right now, so you can get up on some exclusive deals only available on the McDonald's app. This Moji out of here. here. Prices of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
0: At Farmers Insurance, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Whether it's a rear end by a clown car,
2: <laughs>
0: or a grizzly taking a quick dip in a pool. We know home and auto insurance, and we know you could save an average of 20% when you bundle the two. Visit farmers.com or call 1 800 Farmers to get a quote today. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
1: Reported 2018 Nationwide Average Savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates, products not available in every state.